Oh, we're what? back. <laughs> we are back. The boys are back in town. I am your host, Jacob Shop, And as always, Evan Roosh is joining me. Hey, yo. And filling in for Austin Keezen, who is filling in for Alex Mattis and down the line. It's Mark Steinbrenner. He's back. Hey, yo. It's been a while. It's been a while. Mark's in the house. Mark's in the house. I've told you guys a story so freaking, freaking long. long. I need to tell you guys a story. <laughs> so I was dropping depth charges. <laughs> pooping. I was pooping. pooping yeah. <laughs> How you been, bud? Uh, well, uh, I was going to say quite well, but I'm somewhere mixed on that. I'm tired, but I have my health. That's hey, that's all you can ask for. That's yeah. really all you can ask for, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So, new job's been tuckering out a little bit? You know, yes. <laughs> no, no, it's honestly, it's been good. Can't complain. People got it far worse. We're going to ride it out. Uh, there you go. Yep, yep. How about you, Ev? How yeah. you been? I mean, tremendous now. We're uh, all reunited and it feels so, so good. So good. Just so good. Boys are back in somewhere. town. Sounds familiar. It's like reunited right. and it feels so good. Now we're <laughs> copyrighted. Yeah. yeah no, canceled. Yeah. And we're shut down. But uh, no, definitely super happy. Not sure if you're going to talk about it. But as of today... We reached a thousand dollars. We reached our goal on our Gems of History fundraiser. So snaps yes, for yes, y'all. Yes. Well, it's yours for everybody. Yeah, I'm assuming you're just gonna put in like huge uh, fireworks. Yeah. Actually, no, not fireworks. Just put in like huge bomb noises. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we hit it today. Someone uh, filled in that last little spot that we needed, so we're hitting a thousand exactly. And now we can send off that donation to Children's Hospital Wisconsin, help out some kids. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I mean, it goes without saying, like, we appreciate all of you so much. I mean, the people that donated, that absolutely incredible. Like, when we set the goal of a 1000 and granted, like, $1,000 isn't breaking the bank, but it's just our small way, like, our small little podcast here uh, to give back to our community. And we love and just going to give everyone that donated a little smooch if you want it. Whoa. I don't know. Evan. COVID I, uh, is still out there. <laughs> all right, my dog will give you. Agree. <laughs> no, yeah, uh, my dog no. will give you a little smooch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we raised what, like four hundred dollars of it in a single day at the bar crawl. So yeah. everyone Gosh, that came out time. for that, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. It's really been uh, wild seeing the support that we've gotten just by this little hobby of ours. So. For and sure. that's us patting ourselves on the back at the beginning of the show. <laughs> we'll get to it again at the end, I'm sure. Don't worry. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Well, before we go any further, I've got a Mothman update. So, headline from WisconsinFrights.com. Mothman at the Wisconsin State Fair. Workers see a seven-foot winged demon near the main stage. No way. A large winged creature was witnessed by staff at the Wisconsin State Fair following a performance by the Christian rock band Skillet on August 7th, 2021. So, Oh, man. Yeah. I don't know if that's a bad omen for Skillet, Wisconsin, the State Fair. I was talking to Brandon, Brandon texted me because he saw the article too. Yeah. And... He was like, man, we're screwed. It's the Mothman. Right. <laughs> I was like, yeah, don't go to Summerfest. Something bad's going to go down. Yeah, I am just hunkering down. <laughs> but yeah, it says uh, one of the work. It was two workers that claimed to see it. And only one of them came out and spoke about it. And he said, I looked up in there about 30 feet in front of us towards the parking lot was what looked like a very tall being. But it wasn't like any person I've ever seen before. It was about seven feet tall and thin, but still looked very solid. 
It was coal black and had two gleaming yellow eyes and it had wings. Literal mm. fucking wings that must have stretched out 12 feet from tip to tip coming out of its back. This thing looked like a literal demon from the depths of hell and appeared to be staring directly at the stage where there were still people breaking down equipment from the earlier concert. So, apparently Mothman's making his way a little further north from Chicago and coming to hang out with us now. Ooh, man, don't love that. Um, The yellow eyes, a little bit different than what we've heard in the past, but yeah, really don't love that. What Mark? I'm just thinking of the okay, because Evan said maybe it was a bad omen for the state fair or whatever. It made me think of that Parks and Rec uh episode where she's putting <laughs> on like this big fair or yeah, whatever. The Harvest Festival. The Harvest Festival, and they're like saying it's cursed or yep. whatever. I don't know, that's what it made me think of for mm-hmm. whatever reason, but maybe it is. If it's cursed, I feel like we're more likely to go. Check it out. Right. So. A haunted fair? Ooh. We'd have to do That'd a live. That'd be pretty fun. We'd have to do a live podcast. Maybe or... even like interview Mothman when he makes an appearance. I, I told Brandon we got to go hunting now. So. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, we interview Mothman and it's like <laughs> what do you have to say just, like, just like screeching. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like later in the we're article. We're very casual about it. Okay. Yeah, all right. <laughs> later in the article, it says it's like shambling. Hard words from a hard man. <laughs> Do you have anything further to say on the topic? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then it just flies away. <laughs> yeah. I think my favorite thing is just doing the Mothman noise. It's... <laughs> <laughs> it turns out he really just looks like a Birdman from Rick and Morty. <laughs> <laughs> he just talks like super casually and monotone. Yeah, they said like later in the article that it was like shambling around like it wasn't walking re- like really well, which is like another thing that Mothman does, so... Mm-hmm. I mean, it fits the criteria, so I guess something's hanging out. If the boot fits. I was going to say that. Okay, cowboy. (laughs) (laughs) But I just wanted to share that up top before I forgot about it. So That is pretty incredible. That's exciting. Things are happening. Things are definitely happening. So we're going to have our own little Chernobyl soon. Uh, Uh, Don't love that. Look forward to it. (laughs) Don't love that. All right, boys. Mark, since you are returning, would you like to start off our round of trivia for this episode? I mean, why not? Might as well. I'm here. You you, might as well go first. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Okay, so which dining utensil used to be considered sacrilegious or sacrilege? Either either way. Chopsticks? Knives? Spoons or forks? Oh, this is going to piss me off because I actually saw this the other day. Sporks is not on there, and that's That is sacrilegious. Crap, I saw this the other day. So it's between, it's for sure between forks and spoons. I think it's spoons. Because the Catholic is that why there's a game called Spoons? Can't say. Right. There's just underground spoons games. Because <laughs> like the Catholic, I'm sure get into. It. I think it's something that the Catholic Church and women didn't want. <laughs> it always comes back to that. Yeah. It reflected your image upside down. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I could be totally wrong, but I'm gonna guess spoons. Um, I feel like people have had forks for a while, so I'm I'm gonna go with the. So the other ones are chopsticks and knives. Correct. I'm just going to say chopsticks because it's the standout. That was the standout. But, Ev, you betrayed yourself. It was forks. No! Ah, 
Damn. Yeah. Really? Indeed. Got any background on it? Yeah. Well, the background is that uh, forks are sacrilegious, according to the question I found. <laughs> so, oh. You heard it here first. So detailed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I mean, you didn't have to do that much research. No, I, you know, and it really was difficult to find time to do this specifically, but I know people really count on us for this. So. <laughs> We don't do deep dives on trivia questions, so it's okay. Yeah. That is actually hilarious. Like, being told, like, nah, you can't use that. <laughs> yeah, like, what else, What do you use instead? Just, like, poke it with, like, a sharp poker and just, they just pick it up in one like, chunk? Like, four prongs. That would be a singular prong yeah. thing. <laughs> Weird. Man. All right, my trivia for you two. What tribe was Pocahontas from? Was she from the Cherokee, the Iroquois, the Powhatan, or the Menominee? Easy, Menominee. I was going to say Menominee as well. You're both going Menominee? Pocahontas was from the Powhatan tribe. That's a little on the nose, too. You know, I don't like that. Yep, that's exactly what I thought, too. But yeah, they were a Native American group that inhabited the Chesapeake Bay region. And also, just their wind was also had magnific- magnificent colors to it. <laughs> that is true. Mm-hmm. I've heard. I've heard they had could could put together a killer soundtrack, <laughs> second the, only to one Phil Collins. But anyway, uh, <laughs> don't you even know, bring it up. Was yeah. Pocahontas name excited. actually Pocahontas, or is that what the white dudes called her once they found out what our tribe was? They're like, we're gonna name you. Pocahontas. Pocahontas. <laughs> yeah. Uh no, I'm pretty sure it was her uh natural. I haven't Native seen American that movie name. in so long. You know it's historically accurate. How their how the Chesapeake Bay region <laughs> is just destroyed from the digging <laughs> for gold. Yeah. And then they give them corn and it's like the hell? <laughs> Old prospector. <laughs> Gus chickens. <laughs> oh peaches. <laughs> well, well, you know what they say. My bark is worse than my bite. <laughs> <laughs> the two owls looking. <laughs> it's like one. There were three guys in the writing room for the movie. One guy wrote that line, and the other two wrote in the part where the owls look at each other because they're yep. like that line is terrible. <laughs> and just for context, like Mark and I say that to each other literally every single oh, time we see each so other. It's so funny. Just about... It's just a great scene, but. All right, so I told you guys that my trivia question is a little different this week. So in honor of Mark returning for this episode, I'm doing something a little different. So I'm going to ask you guys both a trivia question, but I'm not going to give you multiple choice. It's going to be a number that you guys have to guess, and whoever's closest is going to get to go first in the game that we're going to play after. And then whoever wins the game gets a prize. All right, and we welcome our new co-host, the Riddler. (laughs) So, my trivia question is, in Norse mythology, how many different realms are there? There so, are seven. Evan's going with seven. Mark, whoever's closest will get to go first. I should know this. He already said seven. I'm going to say nine. The correct answer is nine. I thought oh, so. I, thought so. I know my Thor. I know my Thor mythology. So, now I'm going to try and pronounce all of these. So they are Nilfheim, Muspelheim, <laughs> Asgard. I wonder what's going on there, am I right? <laughs> Midgard, 
Jotunheim, Vanaheim, Alfheim, Svartalheim, and Helheim. Mm. So those are the nine. And they were written in a book by Snorri Sturluson. So That's not a real name. That's fun. Yeah, I am calling false on that name. Okay, so now my game. We're going to play a little family feud. So, Mark. Good answer. Good answer. (laughs) So, you got the question right, so you'll get to go first. Scared. So, you get three strikes, and then it'll go to Evan, and he'll get one chance to guess if you don't get them all. And then if he gets it right, he'll win the prize. But if he gets it wrong, you'll win the prize. Oh, understood. Okay, so. How many answers are there? There are seven answers. Oh, that's more than I thought. So, the prompt for this question is... Assuming aliens are real, if you saw one, what would be one standout characteristic about them physically that you would notice? Their eyes. Okay. Big eyes. Number one answer. I will put in like sound effects for correct answers. Be like, Um, ding. I got it covered. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So that is the first. That is one correct answer. So you have six left. Okay. The next one admittedly will be a little controversial because I don't know how you want this worded. I'm going to say like the shape of their head, but that could mean their physique. And I don't mean height, because I think that's separate. But I'm going to say the shape of their head. Big heads. That is the third answer. So that is another correct one. I'll give it to you. Okay, okay. So you got two out of seven so far. All right. I am going to say their height, like their size. Size? Because size isn't everything. Yeah, Nice. Not one of the answers on the list. Okay. Out of 110 surveyed people, no one said height. Hmm. Okay. So you have two more strikes and five and more. Question one more time, specifically. If you saw an alien, what would be physical characteristics that would stand out as opposed to seeing a human? Their hands. What about their hands? How many fingers they have. I'll give it to ding, you. Ding, 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 ding. Okay. Long fingers was the correct answer. But all right, all right. Hands is fingers, close. Enough. Hands fingers. is close enough. Yeah, I'm getting too you, specific you, here. You got yeah. you got to fingers. <laughs> getting too specific. Hey, here. Hey, you got to fingers, so we'll give it to you. Okay, okay. So you got two strikes left and four more answers. This is a little controversial. <laughs> okay. The, the complexion of their skin. What color would you say? Whether or not that thing is green, okay. Hey, that yeah. is correct. All right, all right. <laughs> green skin, number two answer. Yeah, yeah. All right, three more left. Let's see if you can finish this out without having to pass to Evan. How many left? Three? Three. Okay, okay. Um. Well, I've seen E.T., so it, whether or not they got a long neck, their neck, is their neck a thing? <laughs> all right, no E.T. steered me wrong. <laughs> Second strike. Okay. This is an important one. It is. Start start consulting with your family over there. Yep. Get, get the right answer. <laughs> oh, wait. I'm all alone. <laughs> I'm going to say nose. Ooh. Oh, that really? is three strikes. Wow, I totally thought nose would be we're, one. We're or passing, lack thereof. passing over to the Rouge family. What, what have got? you guys culminated into? Mm. So far, we've had big eyes, green skin, big heads, and long fingers. Or the steel. Let's see here. That's there naked. There's no clothes. 
Or just funny dress. Okay. I'm not going to give it to you on that one. Fair, fair, fair. You were close. The last one was genitals, but I'm not going to say oh. that. that was close. <laughs> wow. You really want to know what's going on down there. Wieners, wieners. So, Mark, Mark, you are the winner, so you Ooh, will win the prize. You know. I will, I'm will. i going to go grab your prize real quick. Wow. Fill time for me. All My right. whole thing was based off of those green aliens that used to be able to like, stick to walls when you were a kid. Yes. You got like the roller skating Oh, ring. was Glow in the Dark one of them? What? Oh my! For those of you who obviously can't see, which is everybody, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> this is how do you even pronounce that name? It's Ty- obviously Tyrania, German. I think. Okay, Tyrania, legendary Wisconsin beer from Lake Mills, Wisconsin. Uh, yeah. Looks like it's an Oktoberfest themed uh, beer, but wow, nice. does it look fantastic! A nice six pack for yeah. you. Oh, Welcome back. Appreciate that. That is, uh, well, you know, that'll do. That'll do. You know. So the answers do, that you guys didn't get were small or pointy ears. Hmm. I would have th- thought maybe no. Well, I guess I, ears. I always picture no ears. Yeah, that's kind of what I did, too. But, like, I just took these from an online, like, family feud answer thing. So Sure. Uh, that was number four. Number five was antennae. And the last one was genitals. So, hmm. you know, I gotta say, I never would have gotten all seven because I wouldn't have been that specific. Either. Yeah, I, I probably would have gone with what they're wearing mm-hmm. or maybe nudity, but never would have gone that far. Yeah, definitely one of guest genitals. Yeah, there's only one person that said that. So, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I thought about just Bonk. taking it off there completely, but <laughs> but yes. I thought right. that would be something fun to do. That was fun. fun. Wow, what Jeepers. a good guy. There wow. we go. That also reminds me that I need to do a stubbornness throughout the ages at some point. Yeah, we <laughs> yeah we're going to do that a lot going forward, I, I'm pretty sure. And then never did it again. <laughs> That's all right. Well, Mark, it is your turn to present a topic. I hope you are all shaking the rust off. You're all good to go. Oh, I'm always ready, <laughs> all right. I, I, don't, ready. I don't doubt you at all. I hope someday I, I, I live my life a quarter mile at a time. That's pretty. F- no, it's pretty f- no. <laughs> I live my life waking up ready for CNN to stick a microphone in my face while I'm still in bed and go talk about this. And that sounds like a terrible talk about alien like, right Why now. are you in my room? That sounds but- like a terrible existence. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sounds miserable. <laughs> Your alarm goes off. Oh, no. CNN's here again. <laughs> Again, freaking again. <laughs> what do you think about the Dow Jones going down today? I don't know. It's 5 a.m. <laughs> Market's already been open. <laughs> oh. Okay. All right, Mark. Guys, it is fun to be here with you as, you know, it's obvious by how much I've been laughing already, but we do have something very serious to talk about. I hope so. The State of the Union. <laughs> <laughs> from, from Mark Seinbrenner. I'm just going to read the, this state, of the, union. the <laughs> state of the Union address. No, it's, it's killer speech, but you know. I'm going to need the, the audience to be completely silent during this. <laughs> yeah. Hold your applause till the end. <laughs> all, you, all you can hear is Evan and Jacob drinking heavily in the background. Yeah, you could, like in the background, you just hear a... <clears throat> <laughs> what is it, gentleman's club? Yeah. No, no, but uh, we are going to be talking about the disappearance of the Flannan Isle Lighthouse Keepers. Ooh, I love this story. So, I actually had heard okay. about this quite a while ago. I was like, yeah, it'd be really fun to talk about it. But admittedly, there isn't a ton of material because it's... 
it's kind of a reach on some of the things. But so I I stayed away from it for a while. But then I thought I keep wanting to read and listen about this topic. Why don't we just talk about it? Nothing's off limits here. This is a safe space. True. It's it's a super fun story. Yeah. If it's what I'm thinking of, but. I'm super excited for this. I've never heard about this. Lighthouses are just kind of naturally creepy to me. Just what's going on there? Well, Where's the light coming light from? <laughs> how is there? How how is it <laughs> like attached to electricity? I don't trust it. So I'm Living very excited to see why these cool, guys though. are disappearing. Yeah, it might be cool for, for like, like a, a minute. Day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I'd be like, all right, I'm over it's it. It's like camping. You don't want to stay out there. Yeah. Right? yeah. Can you imagine not having Wi-Fi like at your lighthouse? Okay, so... This made me think of a movie that I watched from, like, the 50s. It was, like, a black-and-white horror movie about a lake monster. And so this lighthouse keeper runs this lighthouse, and he's feeding this monster. And Because people are starting to disappear, so he just leaves food by the beach. And so the monster, like, takes it, and then he doesn't feed it one day because he, like, has an accident or something, and he can't get down there. And then at the end of the movie, he has to fight this monster on top of a lighthouse. And the 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 monster just throws this dude off the lighthouse i'm just like that dude's definitely dead and then this other guy goes up there and just like hits it one time and the monster just flies off oh really and that's how the movie ends and the girl of the movie like because the girl's boyfriend's the one that like kills the monster yeah and she just goes up to him at the end just like all happy i'm like your dad just got pushed off and died yeah. you're just like celebrating it was the weirdest ending to a movie i've ever seen in my entire life what was it called uh, I don't remember. Oh, <laughs> it doesn't sound like it was worth it. It was some like really like old Amazon Prime movie. It was all black and white. We should start our red. own like movie club. Like I'm pretty sure clubs. Like let's just do like <laughs> list of movies. I'm for pretty sure it was in Spanish too. So oh, <laughs> I don't know what it was. No like... habla español. That was the Un peak poco. of mm. their uh, film. Yeah, right there. That was the height. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, yeah. Rocky Islands off the western coast of Scotland. The islands reportedly had a positively wacky effect on sheep, and shepherds would <laughs> sail their flocks. A, a bit wacky. A bit goofy. A bit, bit kooky. <laughs> shepherds would sail their flocks to the island to graze. Sheep who went there supposedly would give birth to twins or recover from illness. This information will be completely pointless going forward, but I figured I'd share it with you all the same. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps more intriguing than the sheep facts, legend has it that a spirit haunts the islands. Ooh. <laughs> that just seems like a staple at this point. <laughs> like, obviously, Gotta get be. to it. Get to it. We know that. Spirits be damned. In 1896, the Board of Trade greenlit construction of a lighthouse on the largest of the Flannan Isles, Aylin Moor. The lighthouse was completed and lit for the first time in 1899. Evan said lighthouses are spooky. I bet you they were spookier in 1899 oh, yeah. than they are Because they were right all now. in black and white. There was no color back then. Yeah. That is very true. Think about that. I have nothing to dispute that. <laughs> I wasn't there. Yeah, you weren't there, so you can't can't tell us if things were in color yet. No one knows. I just feel like it's Scott... lost to time. Right. I just think that Scott... You said Scotland, right? Yeah. I just feel like that has like a natural... like. Spooky, your... supernatural vibe. Were they playing it? bagpipes the whole time they were constructing it? It was, was actually William part Wall... of the requirement. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> One man on bagpipes at all times. Wearing, yeah. wearing a kilt. 
The only so movie you can watch is Braveheart. That's all I know about Scotland. Yeah. <laughs> and they drink a lot. As I look at the number of beers on the hey, table. I'm not right saying now. that we don't. Yeah. <laughs> Are you part Scottish? Uh, Irish and German. Oh. Well, that would also explain the drinking, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd say. It is what it is. <laughs> We're we're like not we're guilty too. I mean, it's all around. Is that an part. accent you were trying to do there, or just no, just a general like it is what it is. <laughs> okay, I thought you were trying to do an accent. I was like, I have no idea where to. You want to do a Scottish that. accent? Try it out. Oh, laddie! <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to go up to this damned <laughs> everyone, lighthouse. Next? Everyone, ha- you have to say laddie. <laughs> oh, <time>. duh! <laughs> That's the only thing they say over there. You're right. Every sentence starts or ends with that. Oh, man. Uh, That is dumb. (laughs) Four lighthouse keepers were tasked to working the lighthouse on staggered shifts working six weeks on and two weeks off. Three lighthouse keepers would be on the island together at all times. In mid-December 1900, the three men assigned to the lighthouse and on the island at the time were James Ducat, the primary keeper, who had a wife, four children, and 20 years of experience. I love that. 20, 20 years, years of experience. What? Putting a lighthouse on and turning it off? Like I mean... Changing a light bulb? I guess I well, have no, no idea what goes into... Me either. If they needed three people to man it, like right. there's got to be more than that. Yeah. You know, I don't like, want to lose our lighthouse attendant audience. Yeah, so I don't like, want to sell them too That much. is a huge portion of listeners. That's our key demographic. <laughs> Big lighthouse people. <laughs> All of you lighthouse gurus... <laughs> message us and let yeah. us know what goes into keeping a lighthouse god bless you too well, i figure part of it is that to keep your sanity on an island you're, that's obviously no one else lives there you're gonna need more people there just to like want to keep doing it you just play with the sheep well i don't know <laughs> sheep bite dude do they yeah man mm. I haven't i haven't been around them enough to know that i haven't either but I'll take Evan's word got for some it. traumatic experiences with sheep. I'm pretty sure you two were there when we went to a petting zoo in like grade school. Oh god, that blocked those memories out of my mind. Yeah, sheep like bit my sweatshirt and like tore it. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, this was traumatic for you. Yeah. Dude, I have like the weirdest run-ins with animals, like that and the uh the rat story. Um as do we want to get into that one? Sure. I mean, I guess we're here now. We got time because right? I look at my non-existent watch. Yeah, so in grade school, too, I don't think I've ever really told anyone about this. In grade school, I fell asleep on the couch uh, at my parents' house, and I woke up, and there was just this honker of a rat on my chest trying to bite my finger. Like, Master Splinter was just on my Are you sure this wasn't a dream? I, nope, very much awake. And I woke up through that thing. And, like, ran to my parents' room. Would you say it was yeeted? Oh, it was very much yeeted. <laughs> Rats are terrifying, kind yeah. of. Yeah. Was it no, no house mouse? That was a rat. I mean... Was it pretty big? Granted, I was pretty small at the Were time. Were there any so, I mean, turtles? No turtles to report. So, <laughs> just know, four turtles on the ground, like, <laughs> yeah. hanging, hanging out. And I just killed Master Sp- Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> They're out to get you. They'll get here eventually. Yeah, I mean... They're very slow. They'll get here eventually. There's bandanas, like nunchucks, and pizza left behind. <laughs> At the crime scene. Yeah. The faint stench of pizza. <laughs> Sorry for derailing what, that. What a oh, that, was, I, that was startling. I mean, I've had a black widow on me when I woke up during the night that before. That sounds terrifying. I think yeah. I would cry. Is that in Columbia? 
No, actually, that was in Virginia, which oh, also has what? a lot of weird insects. Actually, believe it or not, huh. there's some. I don't like Virginia very much, <laughs> but yeah, that was scary. The thing is, it was out. I had already identified it as a black widow ahead of time because it was outside my window where it had like a little nest, but I my window was always shut, so I didn't care. I don't know how it got in, but once I had flicked it, like I I felt a clear spider on me during the night, and I flicked it off and turned the lights on, and it was that spider. That's terrifying. Oh, and I God. don't. So obviously they they can contort their bodies to get in. So clearly it got in through the window because I didn't have a screen on it. I just had the yeah. But dude, that was pretty traumatizing. Oh, dude, I hate spiders. Somehow I had the composure to not move when I woke up until I had identified what I thought was on my. It was actually on my forehead. Oh, oh God! No, 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 no! Absolutely not. Yeah, I and and so I was able. Once I had identified it was a spider, I then flicked it off so quickly. I I couldn't get bitten by moving too quickly. But yeah, dude, it was screw that. Yeah, that's like I heard a story once, and this is like the worst story that I've heard in a long like in like my life. But there's a story that the, I heard of this one girl that went to the dentist and. They, she had like, they thought she had like, (laughs) they thought she had like a canker sore. And so the dentist like poked it and a bunch of baby spiders crawled out because a spider like laid an egg in her mouth while she was asleep. I'm like, I just, I don't want that to ever happen to me. And if it ever does, I just, you can just say at that point, shoot me in the head. (laughs) Like, yeah, that's a. Big I don't no think for I ever me, want dog. to deal with that. Yeah, if that would have ever happened to me, I probably would have just like handed in my gun, my badge, <laughs> and just called it a day. Where's the nearest it. bridge? Yes. <sighs> Good times. Spiders. Why does it always have to be spiders? Why can't it be followed the magic butterflies? <laughs> you want me to tap dance? I don't want to tap dance. <laughs> you tell those spiders wrong. I'll tell them. I'll tell them. It's good to have you back. Yeah. I just watched the first Harry Potter, like, this past that weekend. movie still holds up. Oh, all of them oh, do. Oh man, so Peter, good. Noah, and I are just constantly quoting the end scene where they're playing chess, and it's uh, it's it's really corny though, like really bad oh, stuff. Dude, the the Quidditch game in that movie, the first movie, it's just so cheesy, but like somehow it's still good. <laughs> Peter will just yell out at random times, "Knight to e 3 <laughs> <laughs> But I was watching that, and then like. The part where Snape is like manipulating Harry's broom during the Quidditch game, and then Hermione lights his robe on fire. I'm just like, what if she just lit someone else's robe on fire? How does she know it's him? <laughs> like, all she's doing is seeing through this little crack underneath the. And bleachers. how did she like, like? What if he had something kind of flammable on him? I don't know. <laughs> what yeah. if he just died? He just kills him. <laughs> First year kills okay. professor. Yeah, yeah. Hogwarts is not thirty a very points safe to place Gryffindor. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. That's way too funny. I got to find where I was We'll get through this first page eventually. Okay, so I talked about the first uh, keeper already. But second was Donald MacArthur, a 40-year-old married man. The most generic Scottish name. Yeah. MacArthur. Donnie Mac. (laughs) It's like we know him or something. Or like he makes music or something. I don't know. Yeah, we go way back. Donnie boy. And Thomas Marshall. Another assistant keeper who was youngest at 28. The fourth keeper was named Joseph Moore. I don't know why that makes me think of uh, the dude who abandoned his daughter and had to give the boat back from our first episode, but 
Oh, oh speak John, John White. John White. He, it, the anniversary of him returning to Roanoke was yesterday. Really? Yeah. No way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, August August 18th. I saw that on my Twitter feed. I'm yeah. back. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, where'd everybody go? <laughs> just walks off the boat with jazz hands. Yeah. Like, We're back. He like does the Willy Wonka like somersault off the boat. <laughs> where is everyone? Clearly written on there. We are at this location held hostage with your daughter. But he somersaulted past it and he never saw it. <laughs> yeah. It'd be a real shame if someone had to get this boat. <laughs> ah, my lease is up. Uh, my word is my bond. <laughs> <laughs> You're nothing without your word. <laughs> <clears throat> Around midnight on December 15th. Oh, wait. I didn't finish that part. So Joseph Moore was currently the guy who had his two weeks off. That's all I wanted to say about that. Okay. But around midnight on December 15th, a steamship called Arctur, the Arbiter. No, it wasn't the Arbiter. Arctur passed near the Flannan Isles, but the captain, Captain Holman, noted that he could not see the light despite the current conditions being fair. Upon arriving in port, they reported the fact the lights, lighthouse had not been lit, though for whatever reason, this information was never provided to the light, lighthouse board. <laughs> Why is there a board? There's an entire board for lighthouses? It's literally just a chalkboard. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, I can just imagine them walking in and just being like, hey, we didn't see the light over there. Yeah. And then they just like... Okay. <laughs> hey, Another boss, what do you want work. us to do? <laughs> a little bit of chalk falls off the board. It's just yeah. like, all right, we'll go back. It's <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. I'm assuming... And now in modern times, it's, it's an it's an Etch-A-Sketch. <laughs> it's, it's a smart board. Yeah. <laughs> an Etch-A-Sketch. That's oh, like yeah. the prime technology over there now. Yep. <laughs> How do you get on the board? That's what I also want to know. There's just a full like judicial like election. <laughs> I have no idea how it works. So you got to throw one of the logs, like the strong men. Oh. You got to pick up those logs and throw them. Oh yeah, you got to do that. Dude, the Scottish games are actually really cool. Like, yeah. if you ever watch those? And super impressive. It's literally just throwing boulders. It's kind of super cool. I used to watch those strongman competitions when I was younger because mm-hmm. there would be nothing else on. It's kind of cool. That's fine, but who are the people at those things? Strong men. No, no, no. The fans. Why are they there? Oh, I'd go get hammered and watch that. For really? Sure. Oh, oh, yeah. And I'm assuming the strong men probably can't like hit you. So just the heckling, like the biggest dude. It's like seeing this guy like pulling a truck and just being like, "That's all you got." <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so much. And the tickets are probably pretty cheap. So I'd imagine, unless they're like really expensive, because no one we need goes. To, yeah, <laughs> we need to get one of these strong men on the pod now. If we can find one, I'm totally down. Can you tell us the history of muscles? <laughs> Mark, keep going with your story. <laughs> <That sounds rough. laughs> On December 26th, a lighthouse tender ship made a routine visit to Aylan Moore. Upon approaching the island, Captain James Harvey, what a name. Old Jim. Evan knows everybody. <laughs> Go way back. Old Donnie and old Jim. He noticed there was not a flag on the flagpole. They sounded their horn to try and alert anyone on the island, but there was no response. They then fired a flare, but again got no love. No love. Joseph Moore, who was the fourth lighthouse keeper, but had been on his sexy getaway, <laughs> was on board the tender ship at this time. Is there a way to have a sexy getaway in Scotland? Evan? 
Are you looking at me? <laughs> you apparently well, I, know all these I know people. All these, I know all these fellas. That's right. Um, a lot of bagpipes. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, yep. Ow. <laughs> we are We so know bad. nothing about yeah. Scotland yeah. culture. <laughs> this I is mean, a history podcast. Well, I just we kind of got... know everything just from the movie Braveheart, so. I think that's all that you film. need to know. Well, actually, not a single one, ironically enough. Should we all get kilts? Next time. Next time. Next time. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so his, his sexy getaway is over, and he's now on this tender ship. And he decided he would go ashore and check things out since they had got no response. When he arrived at shore, nothing immediately appeared amiss. Approaching the lighthouse, he found that the entrance gate, entrance door, and the door after that were all closed, but the kitchen door was left open. Nice. (laughs) Priorities, you know. Right. The fireplace was noted to not have been used for several days. All the clocks were stopped, which seems to be a little bit of a reoccurring theme in some of our weird stories. UFOs. Actually, it does sound like extremely creepy because this is way back in the day. So, like the clocks wouldn't have been stopped to to like a powder a power outage. It would have been like a mechanical issue, don't you think? I mean, like with yeah, all the gears probably. and stuff. Yeah. So I mean, that's actually kind of super interesting. I think we're gonna definitely discuss. <clears throat> I think later on too, like why it would be weird for it to be anything other than something i kind of forgot that like electronic like bedside clocks existed because i have like two like analog clocks at my house right so i was like i mean yeah they run on batteries so wouldn't be that weird what or it wouldn't be that weird if it was like a power outage but like not probably not 1900 even i don't know what they were yeah i don't i don't know i don't work here when was electricity (laughs) like available for we're getting way off topic but i just think like <laughs> we're supposed clocks, to know history like, that's, things <laughs> that's just like super interesting i think because it has you to be you brought us a topic we could know we couldn't know less can about we get, <laughs> can we get edison on the pod is he still around he's got to be around he's somewhere dig up his bones well anyway <laughs> we'll do a I live we'll do a live show on his never mind <laughs> a live okay. grave digging yes <laughs> Regarding the bedrooms, Moore just said, or was quoted as saying, the beds were empty just as they left them in the early morning. (laughs) So a lot of clues. (laughs) This guy's digging for gold on these clues. As soon as I left my bed, it was empty. Wow. (laughs) Oh, crazy. (laughs) That said, worried that something was seriously wrong, Moore returned to the tendership to get more men to help investigate the island. The lighthouse lamp was in working order and was prepped for use. But no. But there was no obvious leads as to what happened to the three workers. Moore and three other men stayed back to operate the lighthouse while the tender ship, which I should have said already, but is named the Hesperus, sailed home to telegraph the Northern Lighthouse Board of the disappearances. The board is back in the ash. <laughs> <laughs> There's just like a a little like Morse code thing like right next to a chalkboard. It's just like we're not getting any response. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally just imagining chalkboards right. now. <laughs> the men on the island continued to search for additional clues the next day. They discovered that the west boat landing was in shambles, 
but this had already been noted in a prior log entry. However, an emergency life buoy normally kept near the dock was found 110 feet above sea level. The ropes that had tied the buoy to the metal railing had been torn in a way clearly not done by man. So the buoy was in the water? No, it was like, so the, so the lighthouse is on a huge, cl- like a elevated cliff, yeah. basically. Where this dock was, you'd have to, as I understand it, go down a ways on like a rocky shoreline. And this buoy was like 110, what did I say, yeah, feet above where the sea level was there, up on the island. Oh, okay. Wow. So the, it was originally on the dock. Right. Okay. Right. It appeared as though the sea had ripped the buoy from its spot. Historian Mike Dash found evidence from a lighthouse keeper in the 1950s that water had splashed on Halen Moor as high as 300 feet up. Sheesh. Taking inventory of what clothes remained at the lighthouse, Moore realized that the only jacket that Donald MacArthur was known to wear was left behind, implying that he would have been out in the cold of December without a coat. A true Teddy Brown move. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, then he couldn't come over to hang out because he was wearing his jacket. So sad. But that is strange. That is strange. Teddy Brown's one of our friends, and one time he couldn't come hang out with us because his mom was mad at him for not wearing a jacket. During winter, yeah. There's a little context for what we just talked about. Literally one, a singular person is laughing. Yeah, (laughs) no one else cares. Keezy would find it (laughs) pretty But we can't just throw out that name and that story and just not explain what it means. Yeah, everyone's just like, what the hell are they talking about? Teddy Brown, is he like a major historical figure? (laughs) Yeah. They're going to go Googling him. Just be like, Teddy Brown jacket. (laughs) (laughs) Four million results. (laughs) The last entry in the logbook was on December 13th. But a chalk no no I can't have this Don't here. say it. But a chalk slate <laughs> had details written on it, including the time the lighthouse was extinguished on December fifteenth, and the atmospheric readings. And how much money consult- it would take to get the man back? <laughs> <laughs> Why did they need to go consult the board when there's a board on the island? Did a that was just an ambassador board. Uh, I was, it was like, the, like it was like the board embassy. I'm picturing just like a Senate room. It's just a bunch of chalkboards. There's like little placards for like different countries. Right. Like the little slates are just the interns. Okay. So, all right. We're the, we're the dumbest boys in school. We're definitely up there. Yeah. <laughs> for whatever reason, the log had documented that morale had been low among the keepers and that there had been especially strong storms and wind despite there having been no reports of storms in the area. A supposed source claims that they have additional logs made by the 28-year-old Thomas Marshall, detailing how the storms had been so frightening it caused the men to frantically pray. The log also mentioned how one of the other men had been especially quiet for several days and another would spend time crying. A gamekeeper named Hagrid, no, no, definitely not, named Roderick McKenzie, was paid eight pounds a year. Whoa. Whoa. (laughs) Wild. If you ain't got no money, take your broke ass home. (laughs) McKenzie was paid eight pounds a year to watch for distress signals from the lighthouse and to check in with the workers if need be. He lived at Galen Head, approximately 18 miles from the lighthouse. The the lighthouse board checked in with him to see if he could provide any insight as to what may have happened to the three men. He admitted that he had been unable to see the lighthouse tower 
between December 7th and December 29th and was only able to make out the light on December 12th and then on the 26th when Moore had gone ashore that one time and lit it himself. Mm-hmm. This dude is doing a great job. <laughs> hey, uh, if you notice anything strange, can you check up on them for eight pounds a year? No problem. Doesn't see anything for like two There's weeks. No one in the beds. Yeah. No, I mean, this dude didn't do anything. I mean, the board, which evidently has know some people that go out to this guy and talk to him. I mean, eight pounds a year and he's I guess it's not enough money for him to actually do his job. Right. I guess I don't know how much eight pounds would be. At the time, I Oh, yeah. at the time probably I mean this was like a decent over amount of change. I feel like that's just like a secondary job, like just go check in every once in a while and just like a part time thing. Right. Yeah. I feel like you would definitely pounds. have a flask on you. I doing feel this like job. that hey, I feel like that much money is not a living wage. Oh, I'm sure not. <laughs> it was like a, a, I'm sure it was like a favor. Yeah. But they did obviously ask him like, hey, if something's weird or something's up, can you go check on him? He was just filling in like his community service hours and the eight pounds was just like a little extra something. Yeah. But at the very least, it sounds like he was able to at least tell them when the lighthouse was lit or not. So right. I guess he wasn't completely bumming it. Okay. So theory crafting time. Oh, boy. <clears throat> It is possible, based on some of the things that are out there and what we know about how the ocean, how high the ocean level can get with some of its waves there, that a huge wave may have swept one of them away. And you'd be like, well, Mark, that's just one guy. But then maybe in a rush to help, a second large wave, if the seas were that bad. Took so the, the wave off- is trying to help? No. <laughs> One guy gets swept away in a big wave. The other two guys are like, yo. The other go- wave's like, shit, I got to help him. <laughs> help him. You got to help, help him. him. <laughs> in theory, they all got washed out to sea because of these, you know, maybe 300 foot waves and were drowned. Maybe. That's just an insane height for okay, a wave. Okay, but. That's the thing, though. Like, were those waves like an everyday? Th- no, okay. which is so that which was... actually gives more credence, in my opinion, because it would have caught them off guard. Off guard. Yeah. Right. Now th- it is known for having some of the worst waves or seas, like anywhere. But I mean, this is like we're, I mean, we're talking yeah, three hundred feet. Come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And again, that's that's like the best of the best. It's like a three hundred foot wave, and that probably happens. Well, it's the best around. <laughs> As far as I know, the only other one was recorded was in like 1950, so it had to be really weird. Yeah. But when was the first one? When did this happen? Well, this was in 1900, even. Yeah. So every 50 years, does this happen? I don't know. I didn't look. Maybe. Like 2000. Huh? Huh? Every 50 years. <laughs> Bootstrap Bill, you're a liar. Every half a century. Another theory. One of the lighthouse keepers went bad shit crazy, murdered the other two, dumped them in the ocean, then jumped into the ocean himself. That's so metal. That is very metal. There's also speculation that this could have been a romance gone wrong situation. <laughs> oh. And out of jealousy, keep in mind, it's an island. There's not very many people six, there. Six weeks? Yeah. I mean. How? Okay. Bonk, bonk, bonk. <laughs> all around for these three. Well. Anyway, it could have been a love romance gone wrong, and out of jealousy or anger, one of the men killed the others. Could be. Who knows? 
So maybe uh, that's just what they did with uh, people that like the same sex back in the day. <laughs> just send them off to be lighthouse yeah, keepers. Right. <laughs> we contemn you to a life of keeping the lighthouse. The board can tell. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a plain fucking board. You just put your hand on it and it like glows if you're gay. Right. Man. Is that from something? No, 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 it's not at all. <laughs> Wait, so you're telling me there's a possibility that there is some homosexual karate chops on this story again? Yes. This you, is... you have a running theme hey, going. Yeah. I got a lot of themes going. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> but the lighthouse judges no one. <laughs> or does it judge all? <laughs> reminds, me, think of the, reminds me of the uh, Tobey Maguire uh, Satan's Alley at the beginning of Tropic Thunder. Yes. Oh, so funny. Yeah, with Robert Downey or whatever. Yep. Okay, theory three. And it's not a long theory. I just got to throw it out here because... Covering all our bases. The men may have been abducted by aliens. Hey, let's go. This theory is given credence by the clothes being left behind, the clocks being stopped, and the lighthouse and logs having been maintained, implying a sudden departure. As opposed to a pre-planned, like... Mm-hmm. I mean, in the Rendlesham Forest episode, their watches stopped when they encountered the UFO. So, And those were geared watches, which I assume are the same. Lends credence to that theory, at least. Okay. okay. I didn't know that... I must have just missed that. Like, their clothes were all all there? Well, the one guy's jacket that he was known to wear, like, the only jacket he had was still there. That, that also gives credence to the love affair. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> And when they walked in the oh, lighthouse, sounded... Marvin Gaye was on repeat. <laughs> in 1900. <laughs> I wonder how that song would sound on bagpipes. I'm not even going to try it. I was not even going to try it. Okay, that would have been outstanding. <laughs> Evan and I both immediately went to go try and yep. recreate it and looked at each other and both said no. <laughs> We both like did like grabbed an imaginary yeah. bank pipe. Like we both have our hands like one to the mouth and one like by our like, Oh, funniest! We need to be a YouTube channel. That was uh, the funniest thing. Yeah, I've ever that was seen. one time where we needed video to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you're not getting it out of us today. I don't even know how to recreate a bagpipe noise in general. Oh, thank God oh. for technology. Oh, that's so funny. All right, does everyone have their drink? Okay. I do. Holy. You may want it slightly empty for this next part. Oh, I'm so ready. Okay. <laughs> I'll be laughing about that for a long time. <sighs> Holy cow. I'm like literally crying. That was so funny. <laughs> like We both looked at each other at the exact same time. <laughs> We, like looked at each other like are you gonna do the bag bite <laughs> sound or am I? absolutely not i think the audience has gotten enough of uh of my sound we've, for the we've day. tried theory four there are legends of water sprites in scotland one of these consists of the blue men of the minch or storm kelpies in the outer hebrides where the Flannan Isles are located. Strong and green-haired, these creatures are believed to live in caves and sink ships to drown sailors. According to legend, if the lighthouse keepers encountered a clan of these sprites, 
their only hope for survival would be to have the last word in a rhyming duel. Oh, oh. rap battle? This, so no. we are about to test this out. I'm okay, but so can I you, can okay. I do can I say like one thing first? So in uh, gosh, I don't remember what country it is. There's a country in Europe where for like around Christmas time, there's a guy that where there's a person that will wear like a deer skull yes. and like walk around to people's houses and you'll have to say like a rhyme to them or they'll say one to you and then you have to say one back and whoever can say one last, like if you can't beat them, then they get to just come into your house and raid your pantry and eat whatever they want. <laughs> All things it's, considered, I'm glad that's the point. Yeah, yeah, true. That is a Welsh folklore. Yeah, Wales. Okay. The, tra- make- the tradition of Mary Lude? Mary Lied? No idea. But yeah. But anyways, we're, we're going to test okay, it. Yes, we're going to do this. So we're going to be the three men. But the only difference is we're going to rhyme against friends. each other okay. to see who would have been deceased so, first. So is this just like one word rhymes? No, that's actually not how we're, this is not like the drinking game where a guy said a word and then you got to like go around. And yeah, yeah, yeah. This Boss, is, I've been trained for this, this my is, entire life. This is quite honest. Like, I'll just give a really bad example because I'm not prepped for this either. I thought that would be unfair, but it'd be something like. Well, my name's Mark and I like parks and <laughs> you know it's something like nonsensical sure. but mm-hmm. it has to kind of go together and flow it's also not a rap it, okay. per se but it is similar okay so think of it as your best scottish do these have of... to be like a certain length or can it just be a rhyme no you you have to say you know like in a dance battle where a guy dances just enough to then pass it off yeah 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 it's that okay so and and the thing is that's how you get you win. Okay, this is going to be a the disaster, thing is, but I'm so ready for it. Imagine doing this against a water sprite. Okay, okay. okay. And if you don't win, he you kills die. you. You die. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. So it's like, who gets the last word? You know? I also love how Mark was like, you know how in a dance battle. You know, like, like how those things work. <laughs> how long have you known us? Like, We're so, you know. <laughs> we are so white. We don't know. <laughs> like, I have once been described as rhythmless. It is the meanest and most accurate thing I've ever heard in my and life. And you've self-described yourself as tone deaf. So you, you are like double whammy. I'm not a big proprietor of the arts. I'd say that. <laughs> I would say you have a lot of taste in film, Evan. Yes. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> Mark, are you starting? Uh, I can. Okay. Give us, give us like the. Do you the... Need, do you need a beat? No, it's not. A, you know, I don't think. I don't... <laughs> I'm just thinking of the bagpipes thing. <laughs> that's that, okay. That's how they just did this Wait, thing. Hold on. Let me just like pull up some like random bagpipes music. Yeah, I, I like it. Bagpipes. Uh. <clears throat> Now, water sprite, you don't know my might, <laughs> and I bet you don't want to pick a fight. Ev, my name is Evan, and, and I'm the best. If you want to test me, you'll be put to the test. You can't, you can't rhyme test with test. <laughs> I think Evan's been no. Slayed. I did. I did best in test, didn't oh. I? Sure. All right. Is, sure. That, is that not all? No, no, that they're going to let you get away with it this time. Yeah. These water sprites just gave me a yellow card. <laughs> <laughs> they're just eyeing you up like, yeah. this guy's in trouble. This is going to be the only one I have because that's all I've been thinking about while you were telling what we were trying to do. Oh, okay. So, 
You best be heading for that door. Get out of my bar, you'll have no more. If you have too much, you'll hit the floor. Well, Evan and I are going first. Uh, we're in trouble. <laughs> but hey, the water sprites might be in trouble. Too. <laughs> I'm trying to relate it as yeah. if I was... How good are these water sprites yeah, rhyming? Are they, like, on the, actually, are they on the spot? They're actually yeah. really bad. <laughs> <laughs> God, why did, we make, why did we make this our thing? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that it's, 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 it's the equivalent and of like their leader just comes up one day just like you must rhyme against these people <laughs> and then he just like sends them off <laughs> and the other water sprites are like huh what <laughs> you understand we're made out of water right we can't even talk <laughs> It just makes me think of the Will Ferrell, like Satan writes a song. Yeah. Well, when he <laughs> said my name is Evan it. and I'm here to say, I was like, I'm the most evil the rapper, rapper in the, the USA. USA. <laughs> <laughs> All my bitches and my homies say, say whoa. <laughs> uh, let's see. I feel like these water sprites are either trash or like Eminem at the end yeah. of the mile. Right? Exactly. All right, Mark, you can get one more. We can get one more round in. All right. <clears throat> Hey, water sprite, get off my island, or I'm gonna have to. <laughs> Bold move, <laughs> island. Oh, shoot. <laughs> I did not think this through. Uh, wow, there's no words that rhyme with island. Could be an indirect rhyme. Okay. Hey, water water sprites, get off my island. Otherwise, you're looking for a bad time, and you don't want to be reminded. Oh, okay. I'll give that one to you. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> I'm from where, I'm from Wisconsin, where we hunt buck. Bring your girl around, and we going look a mighty duck's blanket. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Clean. It's clean. We're sponsoring a church call pouting. Not just that. He used basically deer hunting in Wisconsin to do that. Oh, man. That's wow. incredible. Wow. Top of that. <laughs> Guys, this is a podcast. And we're not trying to drop like a hit single here. Ever. <laughs> oh, boy. What you got? Uh, let's see. I don't know. I don't know how to follow that. <laughs> yeah, that was really good. Good luck. <laughs> All right, Evan, that was legit. But Mark can't follow this because he's a piece of shiitake mushroom on my pizza. I'm oh. going to give you a good old... <laughs> I don't know what rhymes with Boss pizza. It. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. beat drop. <laughs> I don't need that second rhyme. Yeah. <laughs> we do the TikTok and we're like in different clothes. Now. <laughs> right. yeah. That's all I got. And all right, that was pizza. fun. Good job, guys. That was so I think much the, fun. I think <laughs> that was so fun. Yeah, yeah. That was, that was going to be a pain in the ass to edit that, but it was so fun. You'll find a way. I know. I'll that. make it work. Yeah. <laughs> so, would we have survived 
you guys let us know. I'd say down in the comments, but I don't know if that's a thing. So <laughs> hey, we'll, we'll post a poll on our social medias who had the best bars on the Gems of History oh, pod. Geez, I, I've, anyway. Uh, <laughs> Probably Evan's plug for Mighty Ducks. That was pretty good. And yeah, Thank God for that blanket right ha- there. As Evan said, we are sponsoring a hole in the David Starr golf outing uh, <laughs> the Saturday after this episode airs. So yep. if you're going to the golf outing and you see our sign, take a picture by it and we'll post it on our social medias. Yes, and I'll also uh, give you a fist bump. Heck yeah. Anyways, Mark, what else you got? Back to you, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> There's also a local legend surrounding Moore's arrival on the island. Supposedly, when he entered the lighthouse, three giant black birds perched atop the lighthouse flew off into the sky. It is claimed that those birds were the three keepers transformed into birds as punishment for desecrating the supernatural power of the island. Oh, wow. I'm just going to go ahead and say no. Can you confirm that? Ah, I'm pretty positive. But we did just battle with a water sprite. So True. That's true. We all just did a rap battle with a water spray. <laughs> I guess I can't really say. <laughs> I can't really say, but yes. But, but, but absolutely yes. But, but, but most likely. I'm not superstitious, but I'm a little, a little superstitious. superstitious. Yeah. Okay. Final theory. One theory before we get into the final one, if I get to interject. And Please do. Sorry if this is actually the one that you're going to bring up, but wasn't there an Atlantis-like continent by scotland or like by ireland um when we talked about um yeah which episode that was that was was uh called that was the rendlesham forest one i think i'm trying to think of what the name of that island was called good thing we have the internet i think we also talked a lot about atlantis in the uh the bermuda Bermuda, yeah but that wouldn't have been that (laughs) no it was in the rendlesham forest one because the coordinates that were uh in that binary code said what the island was it was, uh, I can't remember the name now. Hi, Brazil. That's what it was. Yep. Yeah, uh, the Atlantis that's supposed to be by like Ireland, Scotland, just the UK islands. It was called High Brazil, which is known as just kind of like the Irish Atlantis, which is super different. Like when I picture Atlantis, for some reason I picture like Mediterranean. Like tropical. Like tropical, yeah. yeah. Not Ireland, like Ireland. Not at all. Who knows? Do you think For a guy reason, got, no like, really lost? Like, a, I don't know, an explorer got really lost and was actually looking for Brazil. But it, he, you know, it wasn't Brazil. And he said, hi, Brazil. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, we've said some dumb things today. <laughs> it was kind of a slow burn, too. <laughs> See, like the anticipation was like the buildup was there, yeah, question. and then the hold payoff. On, hold on. At what point, as I was talking, did you kind of know? Once you said he actually landed at Brazil, and then you were like, "You knew." I, yeah, I was yeah. like, "I don't think this is going anywhere good." But I'm gonna just let him finish it out. You're right. It landed somewhere great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, where are we at here? Do you want my final stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah. right, final theories. And this is more so just to relate it back to our own podcast because, hey, got to plug our other stuff. Perhaps some other supernatural occurrence happened to the three men, something akin to being visited by the Mothman, or 
perhaps, they had a knock at their lighthouse door by the children with black eyes. Would that be terrifying? The Mothman would be a very interesting one. Question for you. Did you see anything when you were researching this about square waves, like, on the sea? L7 weenie waves? (laughs) What would that look like, Ev? We need a a YouTube channel so bad. (laughs) Evan just said, like, okay, imagine, like, you do, like... L7 makes a square. So, yeah, children with black eyes... Maybe that's why the clock stopped. I thought we talked about that kind of too, but... I honestly think it makes the most sense, which is a stretch, considering... I honestly think it makes the most sense if there were, like, alien involvement, I guess. I mean, granted, like, sure, there may have been a love triangle. I don't know these... the history of these men. Um, But if it wasn't that, and all the clocks stopped, were the clocks stopped at the same time? Hmm, can't say. I mean, just in general, like if the clocks, if the clocks were each stopped, clock I mean, stopped at the time that the demonic figure passed by that clock. Ooh, actually, Whoa. I don't know that, but that sounds cool. Their yeah. rhymes were so stellar that it broke the clocks. They became one with the water sprites. <laughs> <laughs> they were recruited. You're right. <laughs> but no, I think it might have been something. These three men be spitting. <laughs> <up. laughs> I can almost guarantee that three Scottish <laughs> Scottish men on an island were not spitting bars. Who's to say? Who's I'd to say maybe they were the long lost rap stars. Could be before rap was a thing. But uh, the square waves thing. So there's like a like really rare natural phenomenon uh, where two cross like currents in the water will cross and it'll create literally a wave that creates like a checkerboard pattern in the water and they have like super heavy riptides underneath of them so i i believe i don't know if that was like a theory that i heard when i heard about this story a while ago but that was also something that i thought of that could maybe be a possibility that maybe like someone was over by the uh, dock or something, and a small wave happened while there was square waves, and it just pulled them immediately under the water, and then all three of them got caught up in it trying to save that one guy or something. But Oh, yeah. Definitely plausible. And honestly, they could have all just been in the same spot. I mean, there's three people on this island. Yeah. They were probably hanging out most of the time. Right. Um, so it's, it's also possible the same wave screwed them all over. I don't know, but... And I mean, maybe there was a big storm and they just recorded the date wrong for like what the day of the storm actually was. Yeah. Because I, th- I mean, even though there wasn't a storm recorded on that day, like on the mainland or whatever, right. maybe the weather was different out there or something or whatever, but who knows? Yeah. I also wonder why the guy, and uh, he was 18 miles away, but why the one dude who was supposed to be checking in on them every so often, why he isn't quoted as saying like oh it was nuts out here like i don't know but either way interesting yeah interesting um super like if uh if you want to believe and i don't i wonder if there's ever been like paranormal investigations of this island maybe it's possible unless it's like sanctioned and you can't go there i don't know but if you can go there i've heard before theories of like paranormal things where small obviously localized areas will be like enshrouded in a like a dark haze storm-ish like cloud foggy Mm. whatever and 
that's maybe why the light, maybe the lighthouse was being operated properly, but no one could see it because they had like a localized supernatural like fog going on or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know, dude. I don't know, but these men were never found, obviously, and to this day, nobody really knows what happened. But it's an interesting disappearance. It's not like there were a lot of places to go. Yeah, it's just it's tough because it's almost a given that they somehow ended up in the water one way or another. Right, or the bodies, yeah. Yeah, because there's there's nowhere else to go. So, I mean, that's... Other than up in the alien spacecraft. (laughs) But that's why, like, as Evan said, it's kind of ridiculous, but the UFO thing is one of the more plausible just because that's the only other way they could have gone. Yeah, and like I said, like the most plausible explanation would be UFOs or something like that. But I mean, of course, the waves do make more sense. But in, in the interest and fun, UFOs. But even if the even if it was waves, you would think that at least one out of the three might end up washing back up. Yeah, the fact their bodies weren't found. Yeah, because you would think that if they were on this, well, unless they were on the certain side of this island where the waves were pushing outward, which yeah. is a possibility. But and it's not like the island is gigantic. Gigantic. <laughs> Either way. <laughs> so, in you know, once you get out into the ocean a little bit, who knows where you end up? Right. Like, I don't the or thing... actually, it's very no. This wouldn't happen right away. But if they get, if they get carried out, obviously, uh, ocean fish creatures would have. Oh yeah, oh sure. definitely. Well, and you, there's no way for like a real big aerial surveillance or anything to like help find them if they were right at the, in that in that day for sure. Yeah, you were, gone, you were just gone. So yeah. it's not like they could be like searched for. And the only thing that washed up on shore was a copy, a DVD copy. Of Aquaman. <laughs> 3D. That's 3D. why they off themselves after watching this. <laughs> they just did a header off. That was the last note and just like, I can't take this. <laughs> well, gentlemen. I wonder what the reaction up. of the uh sorry, I wonder what the reaction of the board was to this to this demise. Oh, it was just say, like a chalkboard with like a big. I thought you were gonna say that Aquaman in different, <laughs> in different silence. Yeah, yeah, that's what the Illuminati has been this entire time—just a bunch of chalkboards. The new piece of chalk broken half. That's <laughs> all it was. <laughs> I just had a terrible thought. Well, actually, really funny. If you go to visit the board, like this board, and you open the room, it's really dark. And it's like an anime when just their heads are in absolute black, yeah. but you can see the torsos. Yeah. That's yeah. what I pictured now for this board. It's like one of those office tables, like really long, and all the men are clearly evil, yeah. and you just can't make out their faces. Yep. Uh, another one bites the dust. <laughs> another Sir, three more. Another three the bite board. the dust. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Mystery will remain unsolved. <laughs> yeah, right. Facts. Our listeners are probably so pissed right now. Like, oh wow, another one that's unsolved. Hey, that's Mark's forte. I don't, I don't do ones that are figured out. Mm-hmm. Make it purely just historical. <laughs> hey, if they were figured out, you wouldn't have gotten that rap battle earlier. That's true. Yeah, just think. Count your blessings, right? <laughs> but anyways, you have to put a link to it. 
iTunes when you drop your uh, <laughs> absolutely drop our freestyle. It's just long enough to maybe be a ringtone. For uh, I'll, I'll put out a separate episode. It's just gems of history freestyle. <laughs> <laughs> That's your new rite of passage when you have guest hosts. Is or like people come they have, the to the they have to do the rhyme thing. Ooh, that's not a not that's a not terrible a idea. Honestly, you won't get anyone. Yeah, we won't get anyone <laughs> too scared. Yeah. But I'm glad we had you back for this week, Mark. Oh, it was you... fun. It was a good time. It's always a good time. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, Ev, you want to plug those good old socials so that people can send us their best dank rhymes? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So, on Instagram, we are at Gems of History Podcast with an underscore uh, where space should be. So, Gems underscore of underscore history underscore podcast. And then on Twitter... We are at gems underscore history. And not to get ahead of myself, but we're also planning on doing a TikTok with some different clips of the show, of us recording. Um, don't expect too crazy things because I have We to, have no idea how it works. Yeah, my uh, millennial, but at the same time, somehow a boomer uh, personality has to figure out how that all works. Yeah, so. Evan drunk texted me at like. 10 30 at night and just said we're starting a tiktok <laughs> dude honestly the most beautiful thing about our friendship like i drunk text you about our podcast yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh man that's funny but yeah you can follow us there um our personal uh instagrams and well let's start with twitters our personal twitters are at jacob from wisco at mark underscore stein b and at what evskies and then I'll need you guys to shout out your personal Instagrams if you want. I am at Roosh Evan, R-U-S-C-H-E-V-A-N. I'm at that shop guy. I believe I'm just Stein1073. So go follow us there if you want to f- follow our personals and stuff like that. Otherwise, just follow our podcast account if you don't really care about us individually. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but... They love us together individually. Boom. <laughs> Questionable at best. But uh, email us at uh, gemsofhistorypodcast at gmail.com if you guys got story suggestions or personal stories that relate to something we've talked about or anything you guys want to tell us. But other than that, we will be back with a group topic, and I think we will be doing our submitted group topic from the donations for whoever donated the most got to pick a topic so i think we're going to be doing that next week so you guys can look forward to that but i think that's all we got for you this week mark we're glad you could make it this week again i was happy to be here we were happy to have you it's always a good time what a great face to look at while we're recording a audio product (laughs) if only people (laughs) could see the glory that happened today maybe one day oh man that bagpipes Uh, once again if you want to be an unpaid intern (laughs) yeah right but we will be back in a week so everybody enjoy their week we hope you guys all have a great one and until next time that's all we got so we'll talk to you later everybody again thank you a ton for the fundraising everyone that donated and love you all